We are back for another episode of the toughest podcast host, co-host what? in the podcast world, Nick Robertson. <laughs> Welcome, Nick. Is that Hold a good intro? What did you, you just do I was, there? I, I don't know, but it was good. Yeah. It was a good intro. We are back with the toughest podcast. With the toughest co-host. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm trying to give you a compliment. I see what you did there. I'm trying to give you a compliment. I like it. I uh, I'm, I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. It's been a good week. Awesome week. I've been riding my bike. Really? Like, not bicycle. like No, I know. Motorcycle. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it looks fast. It's, you know, it's pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> fast enough where Karen doesn't want to get on the back. Care to elaborate? <laughs> no, that's it. No, okay. Fa- I mean, I will say this. It has different modes. So you know how, like, newer cars have oh, yeah. modes? Yeah, you have, like, sport mode. Sport mode. Drift mode, sand mode, off-road mode. It has rain mode, which... Nobody's using that <laughs> unless it's raining. Uh, and then sport mode, which yeah. you can imagine. And yeah. then a standard mode. Yeah. And then it has uh, a mode where you can like preset everything, like the torque, the power. So, so I, last night I figured out how to do that. Has so. it ever come out of sport mode? I've put it in rain mode when it's raining, wants to try it. Okay. I, don't See, know. I like this. I like that I have a pastor. I'm friends <laughs> with a pastor that has a fast motorcycle that has sport mode. Yeah. I mean, and he just doesn't take it out of sport mode. His wife never gets on the back, which is probably a good thing. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sport mode just helps me to get like. Zero to thirty-five faster, like not over it. Right? Yeah, zero, so, zero to one thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-five or forty, whatever the schedule yeah. is. Anyways, did you have a good week? Yeah, we're, I'm having a great week. I am too. Yeah. Let this me tell a... you about my week. What you got? Well, I have a friend who went turkey hunting. Really? Yeah. How'd they do? Great. He got a turkey. Send <laughs> awesome. me a picture of it. Yeah. So he sends me his picture, and he's out turkey hunting. I didn't even know he's going. I was in a meeting when I got the picture, so it's a little envious. Yeah. I saw a picture of his turkey, <laughs> double bearded turkey, which I didn't. Really? Yeah, you ever seen that? No, I haven't. I've never turkey hunted. Yeah. You've never went turkey hunting? No. Oh. Maybe I should try that. You should try. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. If you can't hit a squirrel, I don't know if you'll hit a turkey. Are you kidding me? Turkeys are huge. They're like a bowling ball with wings. That's true. That's true. But they're pretty sneaky. So anyways, he he gets this turkey. Yeah. I see him at at church on Sunday. Okay. And he's like, hey, um, I had this turkey, but he lives in an apartment. He's like, what do you think if like, I bring it over to you and we just cook it up together? Okay. So now I have a, a turkey to cook this next week, so I'm pretty excited. Did you get the feathers out of it? I don't know. I assume he'll bring it over all ready to go. Okay. You don't think that's how it's going to work? Dude, I got friends at deer hunt that yeah. never field dress their deer. They just take them straight to the processor with yeah. everything intact. And I think the processor either laughs at them or charges them an ungodly rate to yeah. do the job. Well, I'm hoping my friends done. are better friends than your friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, wow. so anyways, that's it. We ready yeah. to jump into this today? I guess, yeah. I kind of want to go turkey hunting now. I I do too. Yeah. We'll take the show on the road. Yeah. Setting in a blind, recording a podcast. Dude, I went and played some of the best golf last week that yeah. I've probably ever played. Okay, hold you're, on a second. You're playing I played by some of the nicest courses <laughs> that last week that oh, I've ever okay. played. Um, okay. And I did halfway decent. Yeah. It's funny. I noticed something. At courses that cost a little more, I always golf a little better. It's like they set the precedence for how my day is going to go. <laughs> like if I golf like a dollar a hole, dollar fifty a hole golf course, Golf like trash all day long. Yeah. Three dollar, four dollar a whole golf course, my golf game goes up. You know? <laughs> okay. You get I what you pay my, for. Yeah, I adjust my golf game for the uh <laughs> anyway, anyway, for the value of the course. All right. So if I play golf against you, I want to go to a, a cheap course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you want to take me to a cheap course, then you'll probably win. No, I'll probably win. Yep. If I take you somewhere into a three dollar a whole course, I'm spanking you yeah, all well, the way around. 
you're a high roller though, so you can afford those fancy golf courses. No, 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 no. I'm not a high roller. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk about today. I find though. discount coupon codes. <laughs> I can't be envious of your job. Uh, yeah, right. You're and not you going to be envious of my job. No, I'm not. And you shouldn't be envious of mine. I shouldn't be. I agree. I'll, you, I'll work on that. I know you are. Yeah. Because you say I only work on Sundays, but. Yeah. That's how pastors work, right? That's it. It works Saturday it. nights a little bit, Sundays. Answer yep. a few hate emails on Monday and That's roll it. on to the next week. That's it. Let's jump into this. <laughs> just Matthew vacation 25. to Florida for five days. <laughs> Let's just kind of read through this text and. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what? The parable of talents? Parable of talents. Okay. That's uh, Matthew 25, verse 14. Verse 14. You have it? Yeah. All right. Uh, you want me to read it all? Wait, wait. I don't know. Maybe just read some and I'll be like, hey, Nick, stop there. And okay. we'll kind of like talk about it. Does that work? For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. All right, let's stop there. Yeah. So the talents there, like, when I was a kid and I heard this story, I thought like a talent. Yeah, like a talent show. Like a talent like, show. You know, you can juggle and... Hula hoop at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do either, but yeah. can you juggle? No. Hula hoop? Oh, uh, well, I can probably hula hoop. No, you can't. Are you kidding me? I No, I, I got moves. Okay. <laughs> I, never mind. What about Let's, unicycle? I've always wanted a unicycle. I don't know. I, I'd be willing to... I, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Where are we at? All right, so a talent. It, it's not talking about like a specific thing you that have there, but it's actually talking about like money. So oh, I think okay. like a, a bag of money. So I we gave talents were like opportunities or responsibilities. Yeah, I think we'll get into like what the text means there. Okay. But here in the story, he's saying he gave one this amount of money, gotcha. another this amount of money, and okay. another this amount of money. So it equal to it's actually a significant amount of money here in yeah. the story. So it'd be, I don't know. Let's say he gave the first guy. Well, isn't a talent just priceless? Priceless. <laughs> You're on a roll today. Yeah, thank you. Let's say he gave one guy $200,000 about yep. the first guy. The second guy he gave, say, $80,000. Okay. The third guy he gave $40,000. Gotcha. And then I think you read where he went away. Yeah. Then verse 16, let's start there. Yeah, he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So he doubled it. Doubled it, yep. Yeah. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. That's doubling as well. It is. Yeah. Thank you for the math scholars. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. He did not double it. Oh, wait a minute. You texted me earlier. I did? Yeah. And you said, what did you say? I don't know. You said we're going to talk about this. And then you said, are you taking risks or are you... Playing it safe? Yeah, playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're going. I got it. I should have read through this earlier so I would have had the epiphany. Well, I wanted to come at the end. Oh, sorry. So it'll come. Like, we'll, we'll just build up to it. And at the end, you'll be like, oh. Oh. See, okay. You okay. just had your moment, your aha moment too early, <laughs> which is good. There's yep. so much in this story. All right, go ahead. Uh, verse 19 says, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bring five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered me five talents here. I made five talents more. And then the master says, well done, good and faithful servant. He's going to do the same thing with the other guy. Yeah. Like, hey. With the other guy that had two and made two The other two, two made two. He's going to say, hey, yeah. good job. Um, and then the one who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here is what is yours. And so the answer that... So he just gives a talent back. Gives him one back, right? Yeah. So that's what he gave me. I'll get back to you. He calls him wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have scattered no seed. Uh, he's saying, hey, you, you should have invested my money with the bankers. And in my coming, I should have received what was mine on my interest. Um, so he takes that talent from him and gives that talent to the guy who made 10 talents. Yeah, the guy that's going to go and invest his money. Yeah. 
So the stories, like, there's so much. Like, you had an aha moment, but there's so many different moments. I just you had, had another aha moment. What is it? Well, me and Rachel, uh, we started investing recently. Okay. Probably at the wrong time to start investing. Mm-hmm. And now the money that we stuck into our investment is, it's gone down. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not like out money because if we haven't cashed out, so it's right. not like we're out of it. But, you know, if we were to cash out today, we would be out money. Yeah. And uh, let the investment ride a let little bit. Let it ride. Yeah. Well, there's a few interesting things here. Yeah. Is one is he's he's giving them according to their ability, right? So he gave them talents according to their abilities. Yeah. It's interesting he didn't give them all the same amount. So like in it your is. mind, like the, when you hear this story, a lot of times you think, shouldn't he have given all three of them an equal amount to see what they could do with it? Like what would that be, like two and a half? So he gave one five, one two, one one, so eight. Yeah. So he should have gave all yeah. of them. Two and a half or three. Two and a third or what, yeah. whatever it be. Two and a half. Let's not try to do math. Like that's. Yeah, it's like 2.3 or something. Yeah, anyway, so go ahead. in our minds, like we said, hey, fair would have been to give all of them the same amount. Right. But the and master doesn't to be do fair. that. Right? He's yeah. like, no, I, it's my money. Yeah. I get to decide what I want to do with this. Right. And what I want to do is I want to give you five and you two and you one. And, and so really with those talents, as we start to apply this in the context of Matthew 25 is we're seeing that Jesus is getting ready to go away, but he knows he's going to come back. Right. So the story here, the king, hey, I'm going to give you these talents. I'm going to go away. But I'm going to come back. Yeah. So in our lives... Yeah, so take these talents and see what you yeah. can do with them. So God's going to give you talents. Right. And he's went away, right? Yeah. Jesus has. But Jesus is coming back. So you're going to stand before him and answer one day for yeah. what you've done for your talents. So talents would be more like opportunities or... You said it in the beginning. Yeah, responsibilities. Like responsibilities in your life. Yeah. So these talents are responsibilities or opportunities that God has given you in your life. Right. And so someday you're going to give an account for it. What are you doing with it? Yeah, have you taken those things and you know done something positive with it for the kingdom? Yeah. Or have you went and buried it in the ground to make sure that you wouldn't lose it or and you just absolutely done nothing with it? Yeah. So he's given you, it's like an assignment. This is the aha moment. Aha. So do you understand the assignment? <laughs> Isn't that like a TikTok thing? I, I, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't really know what the song is. So if the song's either. really bad, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah please, please excuse <laughs> I us. I have no idea. I've heard that. Um, and so we need to understand the assignment. Is that what we titled this episode, maybe? Anyways, so the assignment is to to carry out these responsibilities God has given us faithfully right, and in an enjoyable way. Like the first two guys there, like they weren't scared of the master coming back right? because they have used their talents. Yeah. They, the responsibilities they took it, they did something with them. it. Yeah. The other guy was scared of the master coming back. He was. So it's really this thought that, that you are being deployed into the workforce or deployed in your life yeah. for service of the king. What you saying? This had some, like a military reverence earlier. I think it kind of does. Yeah. So I would look at this way. We're... We're in God's army, yeah, and He's given us a job. But right. so let's look at the, the God's our commander. Let's look at it that way. Yeah. So I remember, and it was, I think it was about four years ago. I got sent down to Louisiana to the middle of nowhere for a month for yeah. military training. I was in an infantry unit at the time. Okay. And so it's like there were thousands of us. This big, like battle type thing you pull off over the next three or four weeks. Yeah. And like an evolution. It's it's the real deal thing, yeah. right? Okay. So you, you you it's pretty cool. But yeah. I was in an infantry unit. So your job is just like to walk around right. all day. So I remember that we were we were told kind of almost, like grunt work, right? It's grunt work. Yeah. Like every day, hey, you're gonna dig this foxhole. And then at the night <laughs> we would sleep in it sometimes and then we'd fill it in the next day. We'd walk another couple miles during the day, we'd dig another foxhole. Yeah. And so I'm I mean I'm the chaplain in the unit, but my commander's like, Hey, I want you out there Did you with have somebody else digging your foxhole. <laughs> no, he's like, I want you out there with the soldiers digging okay. foxholes. Nice. Seeing how they're doing. So there was another uh, chaplain that I met, and he was with um, a striker brigade or a striker battalion. Do you know what? Have you seen a striker? I don't. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. It's like the... Uh, it's the baddest looking... Is that the thing with like eight wheels? Yeah. It's like like a 
It's like a tank, right? It's with, a tank with tank with, with tires, but it, it, okay. it has machine guns on it, RPGs. I mean, it's cool. Like yeah. it's. <laughs> so you, you get to ride on that? Oh no. no, 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 no! This is what I'm telling you. This, you're sorry. missing the point right. of the story sorry. here. So I'm thinking you get to drive this thing. No. So I'm in an <laughs> infantry. Rules. Unit. So we are walking around digging holes. It's burning hot. We have body armor on. It's yeah. miserable, and it makes no sense to us. Hey, go dig this hole. Right. I'm like why? But that's what we're told to do. So we look out there and we see strikers. For a lot of us, it's the first time we've ever seen these things in action. Yeah. It was cool to see. They'd go 60 miles an hour. Wow. Like, if you're in a battle, yeah. you want these on your side, like right? Like you said, 20 tons and, you know, yep. bad looking tires, piece of equipment. and now they go 60 miles an hour. They got all the cool yeah. gadgets. So we, in my mind, I'm looking over there, and I, I, I meet their chaplain. And so while I'm over here, like, digging foxholes with, with my guys, yeah. this guy's over there riding in strikers. Right. And I'm thinking, I want his job. Like, he has the coolest job. So finally, there's one day he couldn't go check on some soldiers, so I had to go check on their striker soldiers. And so myself and all the other infantry guys, we thought that was the coolest job. Yeah. So I go hang out with them for a day. Those guys are on this striker. It's burning hot. <laughs> like, they're inside there, like, sweating like crazy. Yeah. A couple of, I think some of them may have AC, but the one I was on didn't have AC. I mean, these guys were, I thought they were going to die. It was they so were hot. looking back at you guys, saying these guys are out and got a nice cool breeze, and they yep. have to dig a hole. They're looking at us over there, and they're thinking, these guys are in the shade, they have this hole. They're just kind of laying in all day. Yeah. They don't really have to do anything. <laughs> we're over here for all our equipment. And they were envious of us over yeah. there. Funny how the grass is always greener on the other side. It is. Sometimes it's fertilized with <laughs> manure. That's true. <laughs> so here's what's interesting about this story, though, as you think about it, is that so we, we signed up for this. Yeah. And our commander told us, this is what I need you to do. Right. So what I add to the battle is I go over here and I dig a foxhole with this guy. Yep. And it makes no sense to me, but I don't see the overall big picture of you the battlefield. See, yeah, the grand scheme of I things. know this is what I'm called to do. These guys yeah. on the striker, they know they're called to set up this position to support this group that's out there. Right. That's what they're called to do. That's yep. that's their mission. Right. And so I think that's like us in life, is that God's our commander. Yeah. He's going to give you certain responsibilities, talents, abilities. But right. Nick, I want you to do this. Well, that might even be your job, too. You might not love your job yeah. or want to be in your job, but you might be in your job at least for now or for a season or for however long you're going to be there because God's got you in that position to do something for someone else, to show someone else something. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it's talking about. Yeah. It's like, I don't think we should over-spiritualize this and just talk about stuff at church, right? church work and yeah. stuff. This is talking about... Hey, you run a drywall company, yeah. and God has you running a drywall company for a reason. Yeah. And I don't always love it. No, <laughs> you but know. that's your assignment. Right. And so that's what you're called to do. So you need to do that faithfully yep. and knowing that's how you're adding to the kingdom. Yep. Like, that's what your commander's told you to do. But then the question comes like, like, do you ever get jealous of others? Yeah. You right. Know, I see too. the landscaper, the guy that gets to run the tractors yeah. all the time, and it just looks like a lot better job, or, you know, the guy that doesn't have to come back for anything for his job, and... You know, we have to come back multiple times because yeah. people love to screw up drywall. But yeah, yeah you're right. Um, I hear it's electricians that mess up your drywall a lot. And plumbers. Like, plumbers? Is yeah, that it? plumbers like keep forgetting to put glue on stuff. Yeah. It's like, hey, you idiots. What do you, you think is going to happen? But never mind. Oh. Yeah. So, well, here's what here's how we look at it, right? So in this this setting, God has deployed you as a soldier yeah. to run this drywall company. And there's a reason for it. Right. And you may not understand the entire reason for it. Yeah. But that's where he has you for this season. Well, I think we talked about this on the past couple of podcasts like i was doing stuff wrong mm -hmm. i was acting wrong i wasn't acting like a christian first i was acting like a drywaller first or you know whatever it is and then uh then you project that onto other people and you might not realize that you're yeah. projecting your the way you handle things and that your actions but 
it's funny when you change, when you realize that you're projecting it onto other yeah. people and you change the way that you uh, react to things, other people start to change the way that they react as well. Yeah. It's, you know, what's the saying? There's always a train going in the other direction and people are really apt to jump on the train. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's good. So I, I think what I'm taking or encouraging men take from this is that yeah. to understand this is where God has you and he has the right to put you wherever he wants. Right. And it's not just work. I mean, it's anywhere in life. It, yeah. It's in marriage. It's with kids. It's with, you know, uh, you're, you're leading a group of people, you know, it could be yeah. anything. And, uh, anyway, even a church, yeah, right? Yeah, even so a church. if you come to church, like God has a certain assignment for you and that's what you're called to do. So yeah. you just do it faithfully. Right. So if your job is to, to greet people at the front door, when yeah. people come to church, then you should smile and be the best greeter that right. anyone's ever met exactly. and happy and doing a great job of what you do. Yeah. And that's your assignment. Yeah. I'm not called to be a pastor. Right. So you may that's not be called to, to come preach here to front. do that. Yeah. But what's funny, you and I were talking before we came on, before we jumped on here, I said, <laughs> The, the thing I've struggled with is that I know a lot of people look like a, a pastor, like, yeah. man, I really want that job. Like, you get to read your Bible and pray all day, right. and it's just a great job. And it is. Like, I'm not discounting yeah. it. But then I was telling you that on my side, sometimes I'll look at you or others and be like, I really wish I had a job like that. Yeah. Um, I wish I could go sneak off and play golf or go do yeah. this. Man. I, it's funny, too, because I was always one of those people that thought pastors, you know, they work Saturday for a few hours, prepare their mm-hmm. sermon, give their sermon Sunday. They're off by noon, one o'clock, and they're done for the week. Yeah. I did not realize how much pastors do. I mean, you know, I have a friend that's a pastor. I don't think he takes any days off. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that before. Maybe he might yeah. take a half a day here and there, but. He better. You know, yeah, he better. <laughs> but I just didn't realize. So, yeah. you know, and maybe you don't always realize, too, what people actually are going through. It just, they put on a front. Yeah. You know, they, they make their life appear to be this way, but you never really know what's actually going on. Yep, it's true. So here's my aha moment on this. Yeah, what you got? Is that I think you have to realize is that you work for the king. Yeah. So those two guys, the first two guys that were given the talents, you know, they would have had, so I don't know how they invested it. I think they probably would have maybe started some businesses. They probably had some customers. They'd had maybe a board of directors. They would have had people that they were... Reporting to, I guess, yeah. in some ways. I just figured they went to Vegas and started playing I don't games. think that's how it worked. Right. But So they had people they reported to, but they knew they ultimately worked for the king. Right. And so no matter what others thought, eventually the king was coming back, and that's who they answered to. Yeah. So in our lives, I mean, you have lots of bosses, right? You own I your do. own business. You have a ton of bosses. Are people telling always you think that I'm just the boss, and I can just do as I please. But yeah. I have people that I work for because they have people that they work yep. for, and it just trickles down. But ultimately, you work for King Jesus. Right. So when you keep that in mind, that changes everything. Yeah. So, it, you know, if your job at church How's is, the saying go? Do everything as, as you would do it for Jesus? Yeah. I mean... Everything you know. is unto the Lord, yeah. yeah. No matter how you, what work you do. Right. Yeah. So in Colossians, we see that. That's exactly what you see in this parable is that you are to work for him, and right. he has an assignment for you, and you just go work that assignment faithfully. Yep. And in a joyful way. Right. So if your job at church is to run the soundboard, right. right? So you're back there where no one ever sees you and you're back there for 30 years running that soundboard and you're never in the spotlight and no one knows you're there unless you right. mess up. Then you stay there and you run that for 30 years until God gives you a different assignment. Even if you're the guy that plunges the toilets. You plunge the toilets. Do it faithfully with a smile on your face. Yeah. <laughs> and so it applies to your nine to five though through the week. It does. So if God's giving you a job as a, a truck driver, hey, that's the assignment he has for you. Yeah. Do that faithfully. Exactly. Be the best truck driver out there. Well, and find, you know, find how you can point other people and show other people, you know, the positives in it and the positives, mm-hmm. you know, in life and, you know. Yeah, you know. no, I agree. I think ultimately, like, the way we do this is we see, okay, so what do we deserve? We deserve death. Like, we don't right. deserve to be in God's army. Yeah, we don't deserve anything. So he grabs us and brings us into his army. Yeah. And so then he gives us a job. 
And then in our nature, so many times we're like, yeah, I don't want that job. I want that job. When really we should just look at God chose me, like to do how job. I treated him. He chose me to be in his army. And right. then he gave me a job in his army. Yeah. We should be ecstatic. Exactly. So whether that job's, I don't know. Trying to be careful for what I say. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how bad that job may be, <laughs> right? be thankful he's put you in his army. Yeah. And so when you go to work tomorrow and you are struggling because you have this annoying coworker or this boss, or you don't feel like there's any meaning in your work, right. which is what I think a lot of guys struggle with. Yeah. I'm just driving this truck. Yeah. I'm just delivering these packages. Just I'm just at this factory. Whatever that just may be, when you yeah. go home at night, realize you didn't just do that. Your king put you there for a reason today. Yep. And if he has you there for the next 50 years throwing boxes at that factory... There's a reason for it. Right. And he's not asking you, you know, what your results are. He's asking if you're faithful. Because those yeah. guys there brought back different amounts. The one had four talents he brought back. The other one had 10 talents he brought back. Yeah. And Jesus, or the king just looks at him and says, hey, you were faithful. Right. That's what I ask. So you just got to be faithful where you're at. Yep. I don't know. I've enjoyed this text. Yeah, this is pretty good. I mean, you see it as a parable, but, you know, just uh, other ways to kind of look at it and break it down. It just... Yeah, no, the other thing. It's not just, it's not just pulling the writing it's off not. the page. It's um, not. You mentioned taking risk. Yeah. At the beginning. Like, yeah. It took these guys weren't guaranteed that they're going to invest this money in what was going to happen. Right, they're willing to take risks. Yeah, which that'd be a good yeah. thing to come back to on this passage. Like, yeah, maybe I need to take more risk and not be so non-riskable. Non-riskable. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a word. The word I'm looking for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no one's listening because of our <laughs> elaborate use of the. Yeah, yeah, risk, risk averse. averse. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, producer Blake. This is why we have you. <laughs> that's why he's there. Chime in from the back. Awesome. So, all right. Anything else on this? No, I think I think we covered it pretty well. All right. Um, you know, if you got anything to add to it or whatever, let us know. Yeah, we'll have to come back to this one. Yeah. Next week we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, marriage. So. Ooh, here we go. All right. <laughs> Subjects are getting deep. <laughs> I'll let you do most of the talking next week. So. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah. No, I'll I'll let you dig that hole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you dig you. your own foxhole. Oh, great. All right. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. Yeah. Uh, make sure to share it on Facebook and yeah, your social media platform. Social media and, and yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you here soon. Yeah. See, see you next, next week. Thursday. Yeah.